0: hello horror fanatics i'm frank
1: and i'm jen and we welcome you to our weekly podcast
0: oh the horror. The horror. thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror supernatural scary and downright creepy
1: if you like what you hear rate review and subscribe to add us to your regular rotation of podcasts
0: you can also submit any ideas, comments, and suggestions to our email address at O-T-H at seriouslydecent.com. And you can check our uh, website out at thehorrorpodcast.com.
1: Sure. You can check it out.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering uh, how hot my tea really is. I'm going to find out right now. I see steam. And it's still hot.
1: I mean, it really only sat for a few minutes. I
0: think it's the Batman mug.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. just too good.
0: It's just, it's too tough.
1: It's too good a mug. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man.
0: I don't know either.
1: We've got the Jack Skellington mug. We We've got tried a lot that of. One.
0: We got a lot of mugs. We always have mugs. Yeah. When's your gnome know come?
1: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. They don't give me a daily tracker.
0: Oh, they don't give you any kind no. of tracking information? Or no. I mean, they give you, they but... They just take your money and they're like, "Yeah, it's on the way.
1: That's not how I do things. I'm not stalking it every single day to see where it is.
0: I don't know. The moment I know I have a package on the way, I need that stuff right at my fingertips. Yeah, no. Even though I know I'm not going to be home when it arrives. I don't have that. It's just the knowing that when I come home, yeah. it's going to be there.
1: Yeah.
0: It be whether it's a guitar or some tea
1: I'm gonna start hiding shit then
0: honestly you don't have to hide shit you just have to let me forget about it which is yeah quick real quick
1: well you'll come in all Who excited. Moved this where's my thing
0: where's my thing what thing yeah exactly I don't know what you're
1: talking about yeah
0: and then that's when oh the horror takes a turn
1: <laughs> and
0: we lose a co-host
1: oh the horror, <laughs> horror
0: roar. yeah yikes Mm-hmm. Have our own true crime episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wicca today. Yes. Wicca you, Wicca what? No? Okay. All right. <laughs> Fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's just generally not something that I associate with uh
0: yeah. with Wicca. That's why I'm gonna get into Wicca.
1: Hey, you're going to spice it up for everybody. <clears throat> I'm going to
0: kick it up a notch. Yeah? Yeah.
1: You're going to emerald that shit?
0: Maybe. Bam! Put some bam sauce on it. <laughs> bam sauce. <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, Wicca. The modern Western witchcraft movement, so yeah. they say.
1: Yeah. I have one source, Wicca, a guide for the solitary practitioner by Scott Cunningham. One source. Solamente uno. Wow. Yes.
0: I have one, two, three, four, five, six sources.
1: I mean, I have several books, but this <clears throat> is the book I yeah. use. Yeah.
0: And your and your your brain matter upstairs, you have your lady brain.
1: My lady brain. Which
0: is an amazing lady brain, <laughs> by the way.
1: It comes up with some stuff.
0: I man. know we come up with the lady brain brain term here. And we're not joking about how dumb Jen is. Jen's lady brain is, (laughs) it's a piece of work. It should be in a museum.
1: Many times it is in a museum. I love me a good museum. Yeah. I'm about due for a museum.
0: I have Britannica. I have uh, Wicca.org, the church and school of Wicca, because I needed to see what that was all about.
1: Of course you did. Of
0: course. And then uh, there's a military site. For Wicca, off I, the military. At
1: one point, when I was filling out applications and things, and yeah. you could list your religion, Wicca mm-hmm. has been showing up as an option on uh, like applications and, and the like.
0: I have a document from defenseculture.mil, M-I-L. That's a military, military. extension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have a uh, a two-pager mm-hmm. on Wicca. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. Okay. Uh, the BBC, which uh, this page they said was archived and no longer updated. Awesome. I love when they say that and they don't say when it was archived.
1: Yeah. yeah. Or wait,
0: last updated, 2002. Okay. October 2nd. Okay. Strike that. No, October, yeah, 10th October. My male brain (laughs) is going to be put to work Your dude
1: brain, how's that working?
0: (laughs) Just like the rest of my dude self, just keep on keeping on. And then uh, there was another website I had that I just scrapped because it was, uh, honestly, I, I just didn't care for it. Yeah. It was one of those, uh, somebody highly experienced with Wicca, and they interviewed this person. And this person goes yeah. on and on, and I'm reading this, and I'm like, you know, this sounds like a bunch of horse shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course,
0: this is the first page I find. Right. Me wanting to learn yeah. more about Wicca. Of yeah. course, this is the first page I find. The Hello, first, Internet.
1: first page you find is bunk.
0: This is what the Internet does. And I'm reading, I'm like, this just feels... I hope this isn't it that's why and, i went with a book <laughs> well and i'm like this I, I didn't have time to dive into the book because i'm in like three four other books i just didn't have yeah. the bandwidth and uh then but what i like to read is the comments on the bottom mm-hmm. and the comments are just lambast in this article like dude yeah like uh, it was i think uh I don't know if it was a male that authored it and a female that they were talking to or vice, vice versa. versa, or yeah. Yeah, I don't, I probably don't have it right. I know the expert was a female. Okay. Which is generally, I'm guessing probably 80% of the Wicca population.
1: It's a pretty, we'll say 60, pretty decent, little portion. more than half, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, and I'll more say chicks that, than dudes. I'll say that
0: very conservatively. Yeah. I, I would definitely say somewhere in the 70 to 80, it would yeah. be more women. Yeah, no. The comments were just tossing it back and forth. I was like, "All right, you know what? I'm going to strike that out." So I had those five five things. Okay, learned quite a bit today, or leading up to this, and mm-hmm. learned quite a bit. As most things, I think people have preconceived notions. Oh, and I think Wick is full of that. The
1: whole reason I even started looking into it was because of you know being born and raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. They. uh they they bang the drum pretty hard and fast for witches, witchcraft, et cetera, so I was like, "You know what? Let me dive in yeah let me let me read, let's see what it's all about." and it was a little bit like when you hear about another religion from the religion that you're in, the religion that they're talking about. Is usually villainized and in being born and raised well, Catholic.
0: The witch part's tough. Even yeah. if you're not Catholic, witchcraft just has a bad intonation to it, even if you weren't it around, it just has a bad deal. It like does. if they said, "Hey, Wicca is this pagan soulcraft tradition. Yeah. If they just said soulcraft instead of witchcraft, which mm-hmm. honestly, reading Wicca is more soulcraft.: Yes than witchcraft yes it and and i hope there's a wiccan that's listening to this like hey you know that's not bad we could move a lot of units with that (laughs) i'm gonna toss that one to you for free i might toss some other freebies because yeah overall it's a great idea it is wicca is uh i don't see where it hurts anybody i don't see where it harms anyone no i see the potential for harm just like anything else
1: correct
0: But I think on its own face value, looking Mm -hmm. at it and you have the right intentions, Mm -hmm. I don't see how it would be bad. Right. Because like when we did demons. Yes. Or not demons, Satan. Mm -hmm. And we did the whole Satanism Mm -hmm. bit and all that stuff. That I could see right off the cover where you could go off the rails pretty quick with it. Yes. Like you really got to have a a firm sense of self. Mm Mm-hmm. And you got to have a very firm sense of morality. Yes. And you got to have that strength to keep yourself in check. Correct. And morality to yes. pursue Satanism and their commandments, mm-hmm. because I mean they have ones, they have specific commandments in Satanism where it yields permission just to destroy people. Yes. And I know they have their terms that they waffle around with and stuff. Right. But yeah. But like Wicca doesn't have that.
1: No, it doesn't. It's a very old. Earth-based religion. It's a very positive religion dedicated to the god and goddess. It's usually practiced in a group uh, called a coven, led by a high priest and/or high priestess. They include magic in their rites and incantations, and the purpose of the magic is to exercise influence over one's environment. The goal is that the magic is part of your spiritual growth, psychological transformation and your spiritual life. There's a link between the material world and the psychic, which are intertwined, and that establishes the magical link. Wicca as we know it via books, podcasts, website, etc., is new. While some covens, especially maybe keepers of the old rites and rituals, with what we are familiar with is fairly newly shared, revealed, et cetera. For many practicing or sharing their religion with anyone, it could have had tragic consequences. That's why I don't know that we'll ever truly know if Wicca in and of itself existed a millennia before or whatnot, but Mm -hmm. like I said, I think parts of it may have
0: I think the actual organized bit of Wicca as we know it today Mm -hmm. and as of lately, I think really falls into the whole bit of what they talk about with Gerald Gardner. And yes, like I think Gerald Gardner put the name on it. Yes. Now, the ideas that are in it, Mm -hmm. it's you can definitely see where they picked from here. Picked from there. Yeah. Picked they from there. Picked from there. Yeah.
1: Because.
0: And had, that's where I think you could see it and feel it as an old religion.
1: Yes.
0: And an old set of ideas. Right. That got mixed together
1: Into and an, did a little and,
0: rebranding. Yeah. Or not, I can't repackaged. even say rebranding because it wasn't yeah, like it, it existed like that before. It, and just branded. It was these separate things. It never things was branded. Exactly. Exactly. And the reason
1: being because of witch hunts and. So these groups didn't actively recruit new members, and they didn't share their religion with outsiders because to do so could have dire consequences.
0: I think that's a part of it, yeah. So
1: rituals are the heart of Wicca for some and pleasant additions for others. There's no right or wrong way to practice these rituals, and much of it is self-guided through intuition. Intuition plays a big role in Wicca itself. The wicked abide by the saying, do what thou wilt as long as ye harm none. Mm -hmm. And also taking into consideration whatever you send out is going to come back to you threefold. Mm -hmm. So if you send something positive out, you'll get positive times three back. Mm -hmm. If you send out something bad, you're going to get bad times three back at you. Mm -hmm. So fire beware.
0: Yeah, yeah, There
1: is no one true, pure, genuine practice or form of Wicca. There is no central governing agency, physical leaders, or universally recognized prophets or messengers. There are specific structured forms of Wicca that do exist, but they don't seem to be in agreement regarding ritual, symbolism, and theology. This makes it very intuitive, and you practice what speaks to you and what touches you on a spiritual level. If you speak a hundred year old incantation that means nothing to you, odds are you won't get a desired uh effect from that rite or ritual, yeah,
0: yeah, so
1: if it if it isn't checking all the boxes for you, odds are you're not gonna get what you should be getting out of it. you gotta be
0: in it to win it,
1: correct. <laughs> Um, Most Wiccans have a Book of Shadows, and this is either their own or one shared from their coven. Mm -hmm. This is where you note the rituals, the rites, the recipes for incense, etc. for your practice. Many Wiccans are initiated into the coven either in a single ritual or a three-step ritual initiation. For many... Finding a group of like-minded Wiccans in their area can be nearly impossible, which is why many uh, practitioners practice on their own. If this seems like a religion or a pursuit that you would like to pursue, just pick up some books and start reading. Mm -hmm. If you're already practicing, you should also be picking up and reading any new books on the subject. You never know what new thing you will learn or how it may enhance your practice. So let's get down to the bones of the topic. And it's going to be broken out into parts and then further clarified from there. For example, theory, Uh, Wicca and shamanism. So shamanism has been described as the first religion. They were the medicine people, the power wielders, uh, both male and female, who wrought magic and spoke with the spirits of nature. They were the first knowledge holders, and they created, discovered, nurtured, and used it. They would gain this knowledge through altered states of consciousness and ecstasy. Their tools to achieve this included fasts, thirsts, self-infliction of pain, ingestion of hallucinogenic substances, concentration, etc. It was through these awareness shifts that magical knowledge was attained. Later, as they advanced in the use of tools, they would use such items as drums, rattles, reflective objects, music, chants, and dance. It is from these primitive beginnings that all magic and religion, including Wicca, was born. Wicca spiritually descends from these rites, though it has been refined. They have dropped the use of pain and hallucinogens in favor of chanting, meditation, concentration, visualization, music, dance, invocation, and ritual drama. This is how the Wiccans achieve their altered states of consciousness, and Wicca teaches that nature includes a broad spectrum of mental and spiritual states, which most of us ignore. Effective Wiccan ritual enables us to slip into these states, allowing communication and communion with the goddess and the god. The goddess and god reside within us and manifest in all of nature. Wicca also embraces reincarnation. Wiccan reincarnation is that upon physical death, the soul will reincarnate into another human body. There is no reincarnation from a rock, tree, snail, bird, etc. until evolved to where we would reincarnate as human Mm. beings. In Wicca, you start as um, as a human body and you continue to reincarnate as a human until you reach the higher plane. So let's get to the deities, the goddess and the god. They are twin deities revered for their links to nature. In the past, when the goddess and god were as real as the moon and sun, rites of worship and adoration were unstructured, spontaneous, joyous union with the divine. Later, rituals followed the course of the sun through its astronomical year, the seasons, as well as the monthly waxing and waning of the moon. The moon is extremely important in Wicca.
0: Well, it's also the change of seasons. And- yeah,
1: yeah. Which is what I had, the uh, course of the sun through its... Basically,
0: astro- most of the yeah. like nature cycles, correct?
1: hmm Correct. The goddess is the universal mother. She is a source of fertility, endless wisdom, and loving caresses. She's often acknowledged in three aspects, maiden, mother, crone, symbolized in the waxing, full, and waning moon. So the waxing moon is the maiden... The full moon is the mother, and the waning moon is the crone. Mm. She, at all times, uh, is the unplowed field, the full harvest, and the dormant frost-covered earth. Life is her gift, which she lends with the promise of death, the death being a rest from the toils of the physical existence. So for them, death isn't the end, it's the start of the n- the new beginning.
0: It's just a transition phase. Yes.
1: So Wiccans revere her as the giver of fertility, love, abundance, while also acknowledging her dark side as well. She's seen in the moon, the sea, and the green growth of spring. She is the embodiment of fertility and love. The symbols to honor her include the cauldron, the cup, the labyrinth, the five-petaled flowers, the mirror, the necklace, the seashell, the pearl, silver, and emerald to name a few she has dominion over the earth sea and moon her creatures are varied and numerous a few include the rabbit the bear the owl the cat dog bat goose cow dolphin lion horse wren scorpion spider and bee she is depicted as a huntress running with her hounds a celestial deity striding across the sky stardust falling from her heels the eternal mother heavy with child the weaver of our lives and deaths, a crone walking in the waning moonlight, seeking out the weak and the forlorn. She is omnipresent, changeless, and eternal. Mm. The god. He is the consort of the goddess. He is seen in the sun. He is the tender of wild animals. As the horned god, he is sometimes seen wearing horns on his head, symbolizing his connection with the beasts. In early times, hunting was on the Uh, was one of the activities thought to be ruled by the god, while the domestication of animals was seen as goddess-oriented. The god's domain includes the forests, untouched by human hands, burning deserts, and towering mountains. The stars, as they are distant suns, are also sometimes thought to be under his domain. The yearly cycle of greening, maturation, and harvest has long been associated with the sun— Hence solar festivals of Europe are still observed in Wicca today. The god is the fully ripened harvest, intoxicating wine pressed from grapes, golden grain waving in the field and shimmering apples hanging from boughs. When the with, it, with the goddess he celebrates and rules sex. The god lustily imbues us with the urge that ensures that our species biological future exists. Mm-hmm. Symbols often used to depict the god include swords, horns, spear, the candle, gold, brass, diamond, the sickle, arrow, magic wand, trident, knife, and others. Creatures sacred to him include the bull, dog, snake, fish, stag, dragon, wolf, boar, eagle, falcon, shark, lizard, and more. In order to commune with the goddess and the god, you will want to stand facing the moon, feel the light on your skin, mixing with your own energies, and commingling. Call to her, Diana, Lucina, Selina. Open your heart to the goddess and feel her energy in the moonlight. To commune with the god, stand in the sun. Think about and visualize the god and soak in his energies. Call to him, Carnunos, Osiris, Apollo. Open your heart to him and feel his energy in the sunlight. Do this for a week. If you feel the connection and need to explore further, set up a temporary or permanent shrine or altar to the goddess and god Simply a table with two candles, an incense burner, a plate, or bowl to hold offerings of flowers, fruit, grain, seed, wine, or milk. It's that simple. Place the two candles in their holder at the rear of the shrine. The one on the left is for the goddess and should be green. The candle on the right is for the god and should be red. Other colors that can be used, white or silver for the goddess, yellow or gold for the god. Before and between the candles should be an incense burner. In front of that, the offering bowl or plate. A vase of seasonal flowers can be added and or personal power objects of crystals, fossils, dried herbs, whatever tickles your fancy. You should perform a simple ritual or rite at your shrine. Stand before the shrine with an offering in your hand, light the candles and incense, place the offering in the bowl or on the plate, and speak your intention to them. Now, it should be noted, in Wicca, when they mention incense, they do not mean the incense sticks or the incense cones Cones. that you can buy in the head shops or just about anywhere where they have that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. They're talking about it's uh, activated charcoal. It's a a lump of charcoal. And you put dried herbs, essential oils, resins, you put that into your charcoal, and that is your incense. Okay. So let's get to the magic. It's common knowledge that witches practice magic. Many are misguided as to the type of magic performed. Magic in Wicca allows the Wiccan to improve their lives and return energy to the planet. Through working with the powers which the goddess and the god embody, they grow closer to them. By calling upon them and visualizing them during spells and rites, creates a bond between deity and human. In Wicca, magic is a religious practice. Magic is the projection of natural energies to produce needed effects. There are three main sources of this energy, personal power, earth power, and divine power. Personal power is the life force that sustains our earthly existence. It powers the body, absorbs energy from the moon and sun, from water and food, and we release it during movement, exercise, sex, and childbirth. Even exhaling releases some power, but it is recouped when we inhale. In magic, personal power is aroused, infused with a specific purpose, released, and directed toward its goal. Earth power is that which resides within the planet and its natural products, stones, trees, wind, flames, water, crystals, and scents, all possess unique specific powers which can be used um, during magic rituals. Both personal and earth power are manifestations of divine power. This is the energy that exists within the, within the goddess and the god, the life force, the source of universal power, which created everything in existence. Wiccans invoke the goddess and god to bless their magic with power. During uh, rituals; they may direct personal power to the deities, asking that a specific need be met. Most of the rituals within um, Wicca actually are like um, they're a healing ritual mm-hmm. for the earth. It's you're you're showing your gratefulness, you're you're thanking the earth for everything it's given to you, and you're sending your energy into the earth. In the thought process that by doing so, you're helping to heal the earth to keep it going so that, you know, it can continue to provide for you.
0: Okay. Very Native American.
1: Very Native American. Yeah. Which I find fascinating because I, like Gardner, he didn't start in the, in the States, like. Yeah. They were
0: he was off in England,
1: off in England, so it's I get the pagan origins, <clears throat> but the fact that there are so many overlaps with Native Americans is just it's very fascinating. The parallels
0: to Native Americans to me seemed glaring mm. as I was going through all mm-hmm. this, and yeah, and again, that's where I just see like Native Americans getting like cheated on another again. thing, yeah. stole our shit again. (laughs) Well, also, but I look at it as, I don't want to say it's loosey-goosey because there is some structure in Wicca. Yes. But I think there's two camps from what I've been reading. Mm -hmm. Cut me off immediately if you think I'm going into the wrong thing Mm -hmm. here. Because my whole thing on this was to understand it. Right. And the way I perceived it is, is there's kind of two camps of Wiccans. You've got like the traditional Wiccans yep. and you've got what I'll, for lack of a better term, well, actually it's spot on term, a, like a neo-Wiccan.
1: Yeah, the new Wiccan. The,
0: the new Wiccan. Yep. And the traditional seems to be the tight group. Yes. This the coven-based.
1: Scott actually came from the traditional The coven-based Wiccan. religion. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yep. for example, an outsider like myself mm-hmm. that wants to look into the Wiccan route. Mm-hmm. Or the life going through Wicca, mm-hmm. I would have to get into a coven to get maneuver, you know, to maneuver through and truly understand Wicca.
1: Yes, but you also have to make sure because each coven is a little different. Like no, you got to make sure you're not getting into one of and the. And that's neo, where
0: that's where I the think new no, but that's yeah. what I'm saying if I were to go the traditional route, yeah. the traditional route, and I was around a bunch of traditionalists. Mm-hmm. I would have to get into a coven if they let me right, and then excuse me if I'm wrong on this, but the term then would be i'm called a is it a seeker
1: yeah, is that how
0: it's yeah how it goes yeah,
1: until you start your initiation and then you're an initiate, yeah, and then you become but a coven getting member. in
0: yeah before a coven member, I believe it's called a seeker mm-hmm. and and then I would go through, and the coven would kind of dictate what wicca is to me and basically kind of download it to me on that level correct where the They're neo going... wicca mm-hmm. s- same person me yep. new but different root and i talk to someone who's of the neo wiccan the new wicca yeah and even a coven
1: mm-hmm.
0: it would most likely put me in a position where they'd say here's some books to read yep Read it, check it out, mm-hmm. see if it's what you're into. Yep, and then get back and talk to us. But then, the but this is your path. The is traditional
1: reading. coven would do the same thing. Because even Bef- like
0: the uh, before
1: you get to the seeker status, they're g- they're much more strict. Yeah. than the the neo coven's. That's the, so.
0: That's how it. Looks. They're
1: going to be particularly harsh.
0: Mm-hmm. Is the
1: way I'm going to to phrase it. Because if you're willing to withstand what they put you through, that means that you have the dedication to yeah. put into the practice. The practice,
0: yeah. Yeah. And and like the uh, the church and school Wicca, their website presence, mm-hmm. that's the first thing they say is like, look, if you're looking to get into this, read some books. Yep. It's their first thing. Yep. And then they gave a list of basically, I'd want to say it's about 20 books that mm-hmm. are like essential Yes. Wicca yeah. craft.
1: Bucklands shows up a lot. Uh Scott Cunningham shows up. Uh Lori Cabot. Mm-hmm. Um then there's um a Ravina. I don't know if that's part of her last name or her first name. She's got um I think it's like Ravina Silverclaw or something like that. Yeah. She's got a, a bunch But even the
0: reading that I've done, mm-hmm. there's so many parallels to Hinduism. Yep.
1: It's uh, a it's it's got a little, little bit of all the old stuff. It's the really old stuff.
0: Yeah. The whole poly
1: the I don't want to say poly,
0: polytheism, not gods, but
1: yeah, no, it's it's the belief but in But My a whole lot of problem
0: with Wicca growing up mm-hmm. and being around Wiccans and not a bad thing. Right. I've yeah. always had good encounters with Wiccans. Mm-hmm. So I don't want this to come off wrong. But the problem is is like you could have a room of twenty Wiccans and they'll have twenty different opinions on what Wicca is. Correct. And I and I think that's the problem for Wicca. Yeah. Because right now if, you're trying if you were to pull the audience and find out even how many Wiccans there are. Yes. And they say this, they're like, That could be two hundred thousand. Could be two million. Yeah. Don't know.
1: Yeah. And here's the other thing. Because it's a,
0: self-practicing a like lot self practicing deal. And I'd like to sell people
1: who won't even if they are practicing, won't acknowledge it.
0: Mm -hmm. But you mentioned earlier where they said, you know, you were saying that if people came out with it, they were just proposed as witches and and all that. I think some of that is the reason why it didn't gain steam. Mm -hmm. But I just think personally, it's something that I don't see gaining steam because I hate to say it. People need structure.
1: Yeah, it's not structured enough. And it's not
0: structured at all.
1: They do and have that's some. Its, no, but it's that's not its draw enough. too. Yeah.
0: So that's the tough part is it's like it's mission statement, so to speak. Like it's it's draw to yeah. catch you in is oh, this isn't structured. I don't have anybody telling me yep. this, 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 mm-hmm. this. I don't have anybody telling me I feel like shit all the time. Mm-hmm. I get that part of it, but then there's this other part where it doesn't really go anywhere either. I see Wicca as something and I again as always, cut me off if I'm wrong on this, but I see something as this would be something that someone gets into when they're just kind of lost, looking, and they say, hey, this looks pretty good. Yep. But then after a while, the ground falls out.
1: Maybe, maybe. It, the
0: diehards are in, it, you know, I mean, diehards are in and, and no offense it's to like
1: them, anything else. But I
0: see a lot of people that would window shop this and just keep walking.
1: It's the effort that you put into it. No, you're exactly. going to get out of it what you put into it. Mm-hmm. So if you're half assing it, it's probably not going to be a lifelong change for you. Yeah. If you go all in, then, yeah, you may well find those those rites or those rituals or you know, a sabbat that speaks mm-hmm. to you, and and actually, you do have a profound moment, or you do have a profound life change, and you become a lifer. I can see, I can see it either way.
0: Yeah, and the, also like the magic end of it. Again, this is where I say like a lack of structure. Yeah, is troubling because I've met some Wiccans that are like, oh yeah, I could put a spell on that person and ruin their life, and it's like
1: that's not a Wiccan. No,
0: but that's what I'm saying is it's so loosey goosey. People categorize themselves in that. They Then when I started meeting the quote unquote real Wiccans. Yes. You know, they'll say, no, that should
1: also be noted that a lot of people will call themselves Wiccan when in if, when in fact they are not, they are just a trying to be a witch or. Yeah. I don't want to say warlock because they they don't really use that anymore. But like a witch or or wizard, they're just simply in it for the magic, for the ritual mm-hmm. to try and get whatever they can get out of it. That's not a true Wiccan, and to and they will call themselves a Wiccan because they don't want to call themselves a witch. Yeah, because to classify yeah. themselves as a witch leads you to and any this is number. Where- and this is where I think, like a lack scrutiny. of organization,
0: yes. Yes. gets them in trouble. Because yeah. if they didn't want to be associated with that crowd, promote yes. that a little more. Yeah, and not just promote. No, we're not into that. Promote into the hey, that's not stop what doing Wicca this. Is. Yeah, and I think that's Wicca's problem.
1: Right. Well, growing, and, and also you know. too, because it's not, it's not like there's just a central, for example, church or. No. A central. And there's covenant. nothing wrong they, with that. They just don't have the authority to be It's everywhere. not even authority,
0: but they don't but have I mean, like to a. Tell,
1: to do that cease and desist. To be like, you cannot classify yourself yeah. as a Wiccan because you are not following Wiccan practices. It's hard for them to do that when they're spread out. and they're Well, they're so decentralized. Correct.
0: And that's the problem. Yes. Is in order to get. And this is where I'm saying like, this is a problem with religions, period. Mm-hmm catholic church is a great example of it where you know the catholic church went the whole route of centralizing they did and having this center authority correct and you know most of the time it works yes but then there's some times where it doesn't it's it's basically it's it's a hammer hitting a feather sometimes you Mm -hmm. know like i mean when a hammer hits like a big nail it's awesome. It works perfect. Yeah. But if it hits, uh, just like a, an egg, an egg. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You know, it it looks terrible. And, and the problem is, is you're having now this central authority put in Mm -hmm. and this is the catch 22 religions across the board. And the longer lasting religions, I think have figured that out. Yes, where there's that fine line, and it it goes too far, and it ebbs and flows, you right. know. But and they the people, do have the followers a Take the power back, so to speak, body. and say this is how it's supposed to be, or this is how it's it's required to be for us to exist in it.
1: I think if Wicca wanted to grow, they would benefit from a centralized governing body. Well,
0: yeah, it's 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 inevitable because yeah. what uh, what'll end up happening yeah, is a
1: little bit of structure.
0: Well. It's, it's, it's the little bit of structure for correctiveness correct, and and just basically yes. to steer the ship because yes. here's where I look at say, um, Christianity, Judaism, and like Muslim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's just say you're a ship out at sea mm-hmm. and you have a 50 person crew. Yes. Those religions that I just named off, they have a captain. Yes. They have people that are running the sails. They yes. have people that are running the, yeah. the deck of the boat. They have people that are watching and the They've crows got a nest and system set up. That. They have a system set up for the sail. ship to successfully mm-hmm. sail yes. where Wicca is 50 people on a boat yep. and they're on the boat. Right. There's no rules. Right. There's no, yes. you know, and it's one of those things, like I said earlier, where it just sounds great in the beginning, like to reel yeah. you in, you're like, well, this is great. There's yes. nothing, you know, but then after a while you're like, excuse me, who's piled in the boat? Yeah. You know, and where are we well, going? I don't know. Where are we going? Mm-hmm. You know, the wind's blowing. Should we have the sails yeah. up? Yeah. And, and that's what happens when there's no infrastructure or organization yes. or anything like that. Yes. But the tough part is, is once you have that organization, right. now you have people that are in the crow's nest that don't want to be in the crow's nest. Right. And you've got, you've got people, people
1: swapping the deck, you got swapping people the say, that do not want to be swabbing. Well, the and duck. you got
0: people that are saying, you know, Oh, we're going Northeast by North Northwest, you know, and, yeah. and, and there's others like, I don't think we should be going that way. Yeah. It's the strife of humanity at that bit. point. And yeah. that's where I don't, I found it amazing that, you know, this basically started in the fifties. Yeah. And and it's still going. And it's growing. It is. Which I think is awesome. It is. I think it's growing and it's growing. And it's doing that nice small incremental growth, slow growth. It is. You know.
1: It's it fills a need for people who need to have something but like churches. Just asking too much out of them. This offers... Yeah,
0: or they just don't understand church. Because there's a lot to not understand church.
1: Also church. Your are Christianity, yes, I should say. Yes.
0: Christianity has uh, this layer that you got to kind of... Like I tell people with Christianity, now it? me being a, a new, hard-in mm-hmm. person with it, uh, f- a follower, there's this crust that you have to break through Correct. with Christianity yes. to really... And fortunately, I was around some people that were past the crust Mm -hmm. and had a real good insight on what their faith is, what their faith means.
1: They were in the creamy center.
0: Yeah. You know, and I I got to work with that. I understand where people could be very frustrated with Christianity and and downright hostile towards it. I do understand it. I do. You think so? Creative director Dean. He's got some. He's something. got some
1: words to say exactly. about he's that. He's got
0: opinions. He but, does. But yeah, I think Wicca with that slow rise, it's nice. But, it is. You know, I hope for Wicca's sake they don't have, honestly, somebody famous that just kind of tries oh, to, yeah,
1: like,
0: head on and you know, yeah. and, and it could happen. I hate to say it.
1: Yeah, we'll see. But but so, I do
0: I do like the idea of just going in reading books. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, this is something I definitely pursue further, like let's, reading books and looking into it. Let's get into
1: the Wiccan tools. Get into
0: the tools, yeah. The broom. Yep.
1: This is probably one of the most important tools. Uh, they may begin a ritual by sweeping the area indoors and or out with mm-hmm. a broom. It doesn't have to touch the ground or the earth. It's simply a symbol. Yeah. You can You can touch the ground with it. Or you can be a couple inches above the ground. Mm-hmm. The point is, you're sweeping away the negative energy. Yeah, yeah. After this, the altar is set up, tools are brought out, and the ritual can begin. Traditionally, the magical formula for a broom was an ash staff, birch twigs, and willow binding. Ash is protective, birch is purifying, and the willow is sacred to the goddess. The magical broom should be used for no other purpose and should be round as it is more effective than the flat shaker style broom. Mm. Wand. The traditional wood for wands includes willow, elder, oak, apple, peach, hazel, cherry, etc. Some cut the length from the crook of their arm to the tip of their forefinger, but that isn't necessary. Any fairly straight piece of wood will work. Sensor, which is the incense burner. It can be a complex, complex swinging version like that used in the Catholic Church, or it can be a simple seashell. Any bowl or cup half filled with sand or salt will serve as well. The salt or sand absorb the heat from the charcoal or, you know, your incense and prevent the bowl from cracking. Incense sticks can be pushed into the salt or cones placed upon its surface. It should be noted when they say cones or sticks, they make them themselves. Yeah. Or you've gotten them from a um, an apothecary, not a head shop. What you were
0: clarifying yes. earlier.
1: Yep. Most Wiccans use self-igniting charcoal briquettes, where the incense is burned atop it. Like I said, you're kind of putting your your herbs, your your resins, your oils together. And kind of a little bit of a spell for your, your incense. Cauldron. This is the ancient cooking vessel steeped in magical tradition. It's a symbol for the goddess and the element water, reincarnation, immortality, and inspiration. It's the focal point of the ritual. In spring, it is filled with fresh water and flowers. In winter, a fire is kindled inside the cauldron to represent the returning heat and light of the sun, the god. It should ideally be iron resting on three legs with its opening smaller than its widest part. So your traditional cauldron. I have seen a lot of the uh, cast iron where it's just wide open and it's got the three legs. That would not serve as a cauldron.
0: All those things we see in the shops.
1: Yeah. It's very. I went on a massive hunt for a cauldron, and those are expensive.
0: Really?
1: Yeah. Especially if you're looking for a legit three-legged round with the smaller opening. hmm You know, if you're looking for anything bigger than four inches. Like a softball. Across, I'd say a baseball.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, the baseball size is probably doable for most because you're talking about 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Anything higher, anything bigger than that, you're talking hundreds of dollars. So like- It's kind
0: of the same price as like mortar and pestles and stuff like yeah,
1: that. I yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's handling fire. It's got to handle heat. It's got to handle well. Yep,
1: Yeah. yep. So- So
0: you can't just get like a Chubbs uh, fireplace no. deal from no, Home No, and Goods. you
1: can't just get like a, a ceramic- home. Yeah. You can't just go and get like a fire pit. Yeah. No. You
0: can't do like a beer can? Nope. Open the top of it? And put it <laughs> no? All right.
1: The magical knife is called an athame. It's used to direct the energy raised during rites and rituals. It's seldom used to invoke or call upon the deities. It should be dull, usually double-edged with a black or dark handle. The black absorbs the power. When used in ritual to direct energy, some of this power is absorbed into the handle. It's a tiny tiny amount, mm. which you can call upon later in, okay. a, in another spell. You also have a white-handled knife, sometimes called a baleen, and it's a practical working knife as opposed to the purely ritualistic magic knife. This is the knife that you use to cut wands, sacred herbs, inscribe symbols onto candles or on wood, clay, or wax, and in cutting cords for use in magic. The white handle is to distinguish it from the athame. A crystal ball or sphere. The quartz crystal ball is an ancient magical tool. They are expensive when genuine crystal. Most for sale in the market today are glass, leaded glass, or even plastic. Genuine quartz includes inclusions and irregularities and will be cool to the touch. It is used for contemplative divination in Wiccan ritual, it is sometimes placed on the altar to represent the goddess. They can receive messages from the gods or store energy raised in ritual. Some scry into the ball to call upon images of the goddess or past lives. A cup. It's simply a cauldron on a stem. It symbolizes the goddess and fertility and is related to the element water. Though it can be used to hold water, it may also contain the ritual beverage imbibed during the ritual. It can be made of silver, brass, gold, earthenware, soapstone, alabaster, crystal, etc. A pentacle. This is usually a flat piece of brass, gold, silver, wood, wax, or clay inscribed with certain symbols. The most common and only necessary one is the pentagram, the five-pointed star used in magic for millennia. In the ancient art, it was often an instrument of protection or tool used to evoke evil spirits. The Wicca In Wicca, the pentacle represents the element of earth and is a convenient tool upon which amulets, charms, and or other objects are placed to be ritually consecrated, sometimes used to summon the gods and goddesses. It's hung over doors and windows to act as a protective device. You still see those for sale in several places, where you see the the wooden star, and it's got the round circle around it. Yeah, that's a pent- That's a pentagram. Gram, yeah. The five pointed star mm-hmm. in and of itself is like a pentacle. Yeah. So we have um, the five pointed star on the garage as a form of protection. Came with the house. Yeah. All right. The book of shadows. This is the Wiccan workbook containing invocations, ritual patterns, spells, runes, rules, governing magic, etc. Some are passed on from Wiccan to Wiccan, usually upon initiation. The vast majority are made by the individual. It can be an actual book, a binder, or electronic.
0: So this is, um, this was something I wanted to ask you. Yes. Because Gerald Garner, who started wicca had his book of shadows Mm -hmm. but when you say book of shadows in general every coven has a book of shadows their own book of shadows right do i have that correct yes okay
1: and most wiccans i have a book of shadows yeah i myself it's just where if you find a rite or a ritual that works for you or you stumble across say uh an incense recipe that worked particularly well. Yeah. You mark all of that into your book of shadows, noting all of the details so that you can recreate that event. So in the future. So a it's book of shadows of like
0: is a like book. a, a cookbook slash journal. Yeah. A journal book. Yep. For each person or see, this is where it, the, okay, so if you're if, in a coven, if you're your in a coven, coven
1: has a book of shadows. Yeah. If you are a solitary practitioner, you got
0: your book You of make
1: your own book of shadows. If you're
0: in a coven, though, you could have your own book of shadows.
1: You can add to,
0: add to their, their, book their book of, book of shadows,
1: shadows, or you can have their book of shadows. And if you're so inclined, you can make your own book of shadows. Okay. Again, no rules.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And a bell. This is a feminine symbol often used to invoke the goddess in ritual. It can also be rung to ward off evil spells and spirits, to halt storms, or evoke good energies. They're placed in cupboards or hung on the door, and it guards the home. Sometimes the bell um, is rung in ritual to mark various sections and to signal a spell's beginning or end. Any type of bell can be used. And then there's music, dance, and gesture is all used in ritual practice, according to the practitioner. So if music doesn't do it for you, Mm -hmm. but dance does, there's going to be more dance in your ritual. If dance isn't your thing, but music is, there's going to be more music in your ritual. And if it just simply gesturing works for you, then that's going to be more prominent in your ritual. It's whatever is most comfortable for you because the more comfortable you are with it the more of your personal energy you're putting into it and the more you're going to get out of it yeah so if you're doing something you know something that you don't like doing or you're not comfortable doing you're not putting forth your best effort Mm -hmm. and you're not putting your energy into it and you're not going to get the desired result gotcha so ritual and preparation for ritual They need not be pre-planned, rehearsed, or traditional, nor must they slavishly adhere to one particular pattern or form. It can be a lone celebrant, lighting a fire, chanting sacred names, and watching the moon rise. Wiccan ritual usually occurs on the nights of the full moon and the eight days of power. You usually start with a ritual bath to cleanse away the negative energies of the day and purify yourself for the ritual. Use Epsom salt and essential oil if desired. You can dress for the ritual or you can be naked. It can be indoors or it can be outside. But if you're outdoors and don't want any unwanted attention, clothes of cotton, wool, or silk will do. You can wear a robe if you desire. Each color has a meaning. Yellow is excellent for divination. Purple is for magicians who wish to deepen their spiritual awareness with a goddess and god. Blue is is suited for healers and those who work their psychic awareness for attuning with the goddess and the god. Green is for herbalists and magical ecologists. Brown is to attune with animals or cast spells for them. White is for purification, meditation, and cleansing rituals. This is for full moon celebrations and to attune with the goddess. Orange or red are for sabbats. Those are protective rites, attuning with the god in his fiery solar aspect, and black is the absence of color. It's protective and symbolizes the night and lack of falsehood. Mm-hmm. You can wear ritual jewelry if it speaks to you and brings fulfillment and enhances your ritual. You can invite like-minded people to attend, but make sure they actually have an interest. Otherwise, you're wasting your time and it's not. it may actually detract from the ritual. Yeah. It could serve as a, what's um, the word I'm looking for? You won't be as focused. You'll have a redirect.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So to start your ritual, you start with a magical circle in the altar. The magic circle is actually a sphere that encompasses the entire space above and below where you are setting your sacred space for your ritual. They are usually nine feet or less you can mark it out with cord, flowers, pine boughs, crushed herbs, stone, sand, etc. Usually, the altar is set up in the center or the north of the circle or to the east as the rising of the sun. Cardinal points are often marked by candles or ritual tools assigned to each point. The pentacle Bowl of salt or earth are placed to the north. This is the realm of earth stabilizing, fertile, and nourishing. The sensor for smoldering incense is at the east, the realm of air. Fresh flowers or stick incense can also be used. Air is the element of mind, communication, movement, divination, and spirituality. To the south, a candle often represents fire, the element of transformation, passion, and change, success, health, strength. An oil lamp or piece of lava lava rock can also be used. A cup or bowl of water is placed to the west to represent water. Now, this isn't on the altar. This is the circle, to mark your cardinal points. Mm. It is the realm of emotions, the psychic mind, love, healing, beauty, and emotional spirituality. These items can also be placed on the altar in their corresponding positions. The altar is set up in three sections, left, center, right. Left half is for the goddess with the tools sacred to her, the cup, the pentacle, the bell, the crystal, and the cauldron. An image of the goddess or green, silver, or white candle. A broom can be laid against the left side of the altar. The right half is for the god. This is a red, yellow, or gold candle, appropriate figure or image, the censer, the wand, the athame, and the white-handled knife. And flowers may be set in the middle in a small vase or cauldron. The sensor can be moved to the center, so smoke is offered to the goddess and the god. So let's get to the days of power. The days of power include 12 to 13 full moon celebrations and eight sabbats, or days of power. Four of those eight days are determined by the solstices and equinoxes, and these days change within the year. So Yule is around December 21st, and this is when the goddess gives birth to the sun, to a sun, the god. Yeah. This is the winter solstice, and long viewed as a time of divine births. It is the time of the greatest darkness and the shortest day of the year. The god is also the sun, and this is when the sun is reborn as well. The Wiccan light fires or candles to welcome the sun's returning light. The goddess slumbering through the winter of her labor rests after her delivery in bulk um he has here february 2nd uh but february first or second it can be observed ish yeah it marks the recovery of the goddess after giving birth to the god the lengthening periods of light awaken her her god is a young lusty boy whose power is felt in the longer days It's a sabbat of purification after the shut-in life of winter through the renewing power of the sun. It's the festival of lights and fertility. Astara is around March 21st, the spring equinox, the first day of true spring with equal day and night hours. Beltane is April 30th, and this is the emergence of the young god into adulthood. He desires the goddess. They fall in love, lie among the grasses, and blossoms and unite. The goddess becomes pregnant of the god, a.k.a. Mayday, marked with um, maypoles, decorated with flowers and green branches from fields and gardens. The flowers and greenery are the goddess and the pole is the god. Midsummer, the summer solstice, is about June 21st, a.k.a. Letha. This is the powers of nature are at their highest point. In the past, bonfires were leapt to encourage fertility, purification, health, and love. Fire once again represents the sun. Lugnasa, August 1st, is the time of the first harvest when spring plants drop their fruits, seeds for our use, as well as to ensure future crops. The god loses his strength as the sun rises uh, farther in the south each day and the nights grow longer. The goddess watches in sorrow and joy as she realizes that the god is dying yet lives on inside her as her child, a.k.a. Lamas. It originally coincided with the first reapings. Mabon, about September 21st, it's the autumn equinox. It's the completion of the harvest begun at Lamas. Um, Day and night, once again, equal, poised as the god prepares to leave his physical body and begin the great adventure into the unseen toward renewal and rebirth of the goddess. Samhain, October 31st, the Wiccans say farewell to the god, was originally marked as the time for sacrifice when animals were slaughtered to ensure food throughout the depths of winter. The god is identified with the animals, so he fell as well. It is a time of reflection and looking back over the past year.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: So each of those has, like, for Yule, uh, pomegranates, uh, pine boughs. Yeah. They're all part of that. Which is kind of where we get a lot of our, you know, like the the pine wreath. No, um,
0: mm-hmm. oh, definitely.
1: There's there's a lot of uh, similarities, but I gotta tell you, uh, this spoke to me at a time where I, I was s- kind of floundering.
0: I could see where it would. I really could. I, from an outsider perspective, being a former agnostic. Mm-hmm. Being basically raised Lutheran mm-hmm. up to confirmation, mm-hmm. leaving there, going agnostic, then to borderline atheism. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, uh, maybe a, a good year or two of convincing myself of atheism. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Going back to agnostic and then getting into basically the cath- the Catholicism yeah. end of things, but back to Christianity. I could see where this could bring in someone at a time where they need to figure out their connectiveness to themselves. Yes. And I could see the ingredients that it has. Yes. I think the part of it that's very inviting, we spoke about earlier, where it's just, there's not a whole lot of rules. Right. There's basically the one rule. Yes. Which is, do what
1: thou wilt and ye harm none.
0: And ye harm none. However, this gets back to where I said, you know, I think, I think this is something you could only go so far in. Yeah. And, and it's not to knock the ones that have been doing it their whole lives. I think what they have been, for lack of a better term, blessed with is a good upbringing or a strong mind to understand the difference between right and wrong. Yes. I think I think religions propose a few things that you really have to have your house in order. It doesn't matter whether it's Wicca, Christianity, the different branches of Christianity and Buddhism, Hinduism, you name it. All of them. Yeah. Then the number one thing you got to understand and this is where like the books of the Bible really get contorted on this one is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I think sacrifice is imperative to all these. And, like, listening to you through all these, there's a sacrifice made Mm -hmm. in a lot of realms. I think sacrifice is an important thing that people have to understand, even outside of religion. Like, you have to sacrifice things. And the more you sacrifice, Mm -hmm. the better off you'll be. I think the old story of Cain and Abel really hits the meat and potatoes of that because you have the one brother who sacrifices the most important things and the most important things that are to that brother. And the other brother is just sacrificing enough to sacrifice. Yes. One's rewarded greatly Mm -hmm. for the sacrifices. The other one is clearly not. Right. And what it did was create an envy to the other brother enough to kill them and, and try to be in the deity's best eyes. And that's sacrifice in general. Yeah. So even sacrificing this would be the same way. If you give, yes, you get back threefold. Yes. So how much do you want to give?
1: Right. The more you give, the, the more, more, you, get you back. yeah,
0: the more you get back. This is, this is human nature 101. Yeah. And it doesn't matter which religion you apply it to. No. Sacrifice is a part of human nature. It's even with your job, Yeah, you watch these people that sacrifice their lives for their careers. And most of them, most of them get back yes. a lot. They have a beautiful home. They have wonderful cars. They have nice things. But however, sacrificing everything comes with its cost as well.
1: Yeah, comes with, everything comes with a yeah.
0: price. My one problem with Wicca that I see with it again, for the long haul, and this is where I think it takes a strong mind, is from what the way I'm looking at it, and I was reading some well-known Wiccans Mm -hmm. who basically, I'm going to basically paraphrase some of them, but I think it was Alex Sanders was one that I read, and he died in the 80s. And he said, a thing is good for me until I feel it is not right for me. Right. And that's... I've listened now. It works
1: until it doesn't. Yeah.
0: I've listened now. It works till it doesn't. I don't know how far in line I can go with that idea Mm -hmm. because now the problem is, is you're in control Mm -hmm. and you have to make all the right decisions. Yeah. And if something's right for you right now, it might not be right is basically what it's saying. And what effect does that have? And I'll give an extreme example. But like uh another uh witch that I read, uh, I don't have the name, but they said uh the witch's own conscience must be the final arbiter. Like I have yes. I have issue with that where you're the final arbiter of things. Most other religions have this higher deity yeah. that they gotta please. Yes. Where the Wiccan um and I'm not linking these two together other than just this kind of idea, the Sat the Satan uh the satanic the satanism religion mm-hmm. you're the final arbiter of this yes judgment these yes. ideas these these things you're going through and i'll give a just an example of something very extreme just to kind of make the point if a wiccan follower or witch however you know warlock whatever we want to call them one day feels that incest or murder is the right thing to do is there anything to stop them? That's to do it. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to so. stop
1: them to do it aside from themselves, but it should be noted that that's not acting in the wick You're no longer wiccan when you cross that line. One of the big tenets in Wicca is you cannot impede the the will of another. Mm-hmm. So like you can't cast a love spell on someone to make someone fall in love with you because you are impeding their free will. You're impeding them. They still have the right to their feelings and they have the right to decide who they think is right for them and mm-hmm. who is not. Same thing with incest or your situation here. You are you are imposing yourself on the will of another that person is not given the chance to exercise their free will. You have taken that choice away from them. You have taken that option away from them. And you have, in essence, taken yourself out of Wicca in doing so.
0: Yeah, and that's something I wanted to clear because I think that's the axe to grind that most people have mm-hmm. with Wicca on this. Mm-hmm. And I knew you'd have an answer. That's why I <laughs> tossed it out here without any yeah. warning. You yeah. know, I we've yeah. been together a long time, I know, you. <laughs> But the, um, but even, you know, for someone like me, that is the bit of it. Cause you know, it, most Wiccans would say that these things are wrong, but there's no firm basis for saying so that's written. Cause this right. is the problem when you only have like one commandment. Yeah. Cause I think people really have to understand. And we talk about this, a reoccurring theme on the podcast yeah. is not everybody's just designed for good.
1: Yeah, not everybody is good. Um, and that's
0: where I'm saying, like, to be a good Wiccan, yes. really,
1: you, technically you have, need to have to be a, a good strong, person to You've got to be a
0: good person. you got to yeah. have a strong sense of yes. character. Yeah. you got to have massive morals. If
1: you're a shitty person, you're going to be a shitty Wiccan.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're going to give Wiccans a bad name. You and will... without the structure, right. it allows bad Wiccans to take over. It does.
1: I will say, and, though... And, and I say, and not say
0: take over the religion, but just make it look bad.
1: In in having conversations with and meeting Wiccans, I've yet to meet a shitty Wiccan. I've yet to meet
0: a, a, ha- a bad I've Wiccan. I've met a handful of them. Yeah. And that's a handful out of a lot. Yeah, considering the space of how many that declare themselves. And, mm-hmm. and again, it gets back to the other thing where, like I said, you could have 20 Wiccans in a room and they'll all disagree on what Wicca right. is. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's the lack of, like I said, the lack of centralizations a a, a tough thing. Cause even to explain Wicca mm-hmm. to somebody like you and I are doing a great job at it. Cause you're basically steering the ship right. to get back to the ship yeah. analogy. Yeah. You're the only Wiccan on board this (laughs) two-person boat crew.
1: And I'm not even Wiccan. No, and I'm just saying, but
0: you have more knowledgeable, you know, knowledge of it. And therefore I'm in a boat that I have no knowledge of. Right. So you're going to tell me where's north is and east and, you know, where we're going to steer the ship. And I'm just like, okay, captain, let's go. You know, and that's where this works. However, if we had five Wiccans here at this table... I think it'd be a totally different conversation. There'd be a lot of this arguing and not even on the nuanced stuff. Right. The general stuff. Yes. And I, that's a tough thing when you only have one tenant.
1: It. Yeah. I
0: really, I and this is, again, say, my plea to Wiccans, maybe add four more tenants.
1: Something. Yeah. To your one
0: tenant and, yeah. and have a few tenants. You don't have to have 10 like yeah. everyone else yeah, does, no. but- but one it's going to get things. you in trouble. Yeah. I just, I'm just, i saying this as someone who practices a different way of life. Yes. And if you want me to be it acceptive should. of what you're doing, and I'm very open, very lenient. You know, there's people yes. on my side of the fence that are very narrow, yes. very laser focused, and to reach them.
1: I want to clarify when they say, do what thou wilt, mm-hmm. shalt be the 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 rule of the law or whatever. They also have, um, "And ye harm none, so mote it be." Yeah, which essentially states if you aren't, as long as you aren't harming anyone, have at it. Yeah, and you but know, at the end of the day, it be
0: yeah. At the end of the day, though, a lot of religions will have a hard time with Wicca because, for example, from a Wiccan standpoint, it looks as though they would worship, say. The moon. They do. Or they would worship Mother Nature. Or they would well, wor- worship. Well, it's not
1: so much Mother Nature. They have a.
0: Um, or just nature in general. Yes. There's yes, a worship there. There is. And on the Christianity side, at least, and others mm-hmm. that are the well known, that's just an immediate sin. Yes. Because the God created all that. And the God, the God deity is the one you worship. On a fundamental Correct. level, yes. right? we're just going fundamentals, 10,000 foot view. And this is why I wanted to bring this up, because if you're a Wiccan still listening to this, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, or if you're thinking about it, this is where you're going to get resistance. Mm-hmm. I just think you should know where you're going to get resistance in life. Yes. You know, because life is a tragedy. <laughs> it really is. It's yeah. it's just a set of tragedies and and it has nothing to do with evil on that regard you're just going to have bad things happen to you right and you got to know why you're going to have bad things happen to you if you make a certain decision you're going to have to realize that there's some tragedies that are going to come to your life it's not evil i think no. evil's a whole separate thing yes evil's a bit where i think not only do you know it's evil not only do you know it's a tragedy and it's bad but you're willing to carry it out yes. to me that's the line of evil yes. right there yes uh and for more uh, examples of that, just look at concentration camps that Germany ran yeah. in World War II. That's evil. Yes. Um, and one just quick example is they had the prisoners there carry these bags of salt, malnourished, to one side of the camp and then back to the other. No reason to yeah. do it. There was no... Nothing productive gained out of it. There was no lesson to be learned. There was nothing. And it was just done because that's just evil. It's right. just evil things. And like I said, it's, I think everyone has bad thoughts. Everyone has bad um, intentional thoughts. But if they stay in your brain and they're just your thoughts, you're okay. Yeah. If you go into a a part of now you're starting to act out those thoughts you're getting into the evil realm that's the invitation so to speak that we talk about with you know demonic stuff and and things like that you know the thought and everything is there but the moment you start shaping that as a reality planning it doing things that's when you're in trouble and i think that's the same route that wicca goes you know send everything out good yes yes don't commit to bad things. You can have it in your mind, but you can't put it over. But like I said, I think those are the two things that you're just going to struggle as a Wiccan and to understand it, that it's not the end of the world. It's not that somebody thinks you're wrong or whatever. I mean, they do think you're wrong, but, but like I said, any group that you're going to be affiliated with, you're going to get resistance on no matter who it is. Anything else you want to add on this? No, thanks.
1: I think that, I think that does it.
0: Thanks for. Uh, I learned a lot today. Well, I'm glad. I really did, and uh, even even more, I learned reading up to this. A lot of things. It's definitely a subject I'm now obviously enamored with, and I'm going to be. Yeah. Reading up on it like a yeah. like a crazy. I lunatic. will say
1: I I incline um, more toward uh, green witchery than I do. So Wicca.
0: for the person listening to this mm-hmm. that wants to know more, what are some books? What are the, like the, you know, a couple books you'd recommend? Um,
1: Anything by Scott Campbell. He's yeah. got Wicca for the solitary practitioner. Uh, he's got um, Wicca for one, I believe is what the other one is called. He's got another one called earth, air, fire mm-hmm. Um, about elemental magic. That's, Really good if you want to uh, deep dive into not just Wicca but into witchcraft itself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, the Crone's Book of Spells. There's uh, Green Witchcraft. I forget who the author is, but that is excellent. Um, essentially, just um, just go on Llewellyn Worldwide. Mm -hmm. Uh, they are the premier, um, Wiccan slash witchcraft, uh, publisher. Mm -hmm. So they have, um, they've got a, a spell a day book that they're, um, promoting where Mm -hmm. they tell you what the incense of the day is, the color of the day, um, you know, the, the stone of the the day, uh, the intention for the day. It's just, um. It gives you essentially like a a positive affirmation to take into each day. They also have the almanac, which breaks out um, each of the sabbats. The days of power tells you what the rituals are, what the symbols are, um, how to set up an altar, how to set up your home mm-hmm. for those sabbats. Uh, they also include recipes that you can have yeah for your sabots, um you can include them in your meals. Um there's some great books on uh uh kitchen witchery, where you essentially turn your kitchen into your your workspace, your sacred space, where all of your intentions goes into what you're producing in your kitchen. and I'm somewhere between the the green witch and the kitchen witch. Yeah. And there's very much of an, an overlap there. um, And just see what speaks to you. If it doesn't speak to you, it's not your jam. Good. And you'll know. You'll probably know within a chapter two at the most. Yeah. But so
0: for a nice segue with witches, what are we doing next week?
1: We are doing Ms. Uh, Lori Cabot herself, yes. Salem's Witch, I'm very excited. I have wanted her episode on here for quite some time. Long time, yeah, yeah. So I'm I snuck her in. She's she's my birthday present to me. I was gonna say
0: <laughs> it's your birthday <laughs> birthday present to yourself.
1: Yes, yes, it is. That's a good. She's thing. got a pretty cool story.
0: And uh, yeah, that'll be dropped the day after your birthday. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So rule number one.
1: Ouija boards.
0: Number two. No dolls. Three.
1: No capes. Four. No blood rituals. Five. No cults, satanic or otherwise. Six. No apathy. You need to act to help enact a positive change in the world. Do an earth healing spell. It can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rule number seven.
1: Don't let the black-eyed children in. Don't do it. And uh, guys, those of you who are active in the Facebook group, a uh, couple of our uh, rules got hit pretty hard with uh, the posts I stumbled across. Yeah, so yeah. I, I tried to alert you to them as I came across them.
0: <laughs> oh, with that being said, we um, we thank you so much for listening and we hope you continue to listen. We send our prayers, thoughts, and, and good intentions out to the folks in Ukraine and uh, the folks in Russia who are just dealing with a bad situation. Yes. We hope uh, everyone can just at least put some thoughts out to them for a short time. Yeah. It just takes five minutes. Yeah. And it means a lot.
1: If you have the means, there are, um, I've seen a couple sources for... Um, ukrainian like refugee uh what is the word i'm looking for (sighs) a resource where you can send funds and they can get things like food and water yeah yeah, we could uh, we could look into that and
0: we'll post something on you know on the group yeah or we'll mention it we'll mention it on next week's
1: i know uh mila kunis she's got um yeah
0: her and ash and kutcher
1: yep they've got stuff and a uh charity that they're yeah. working with but if you
0: are going to do a charity which i hope some learned after last year please double check to and make sure
1: that charities double legit. check
0: read the fine print read the websites yeah. See you know how read, much of
1: your actual donation the helps the people
0: yeah or if you just find out that the group is actually a legitimate group you yeah. know so yeah, that, that too so with that being said we hope you have a wonderful day a lovely week
1: And make good choices.
0: Take care.